man, what a great day to be an Eagle. Mercy. All right, Eagle Nation, well, we are recording this on Saturday night, the night of the JMU game, and uh, today sucked. Today was a really bad, awful day. It was a terrible day. Um, I could put some colorful adjectives in front of sucked and terrible, um, but this is a family show, um, so I won't do that um, <laughs> as much as I want to, uh, But um, and, and I, I sure had a few of them in the, in the, in the pre-show, <laughs> just uh, just talking to Cody now, but uh, yeah, Cody, just, just a, a really poor showing um, from our side, understatement um, of, of the century there. Um, just, yeah, an uninspired performance, I think, uh, is, you know, is, is what, what we saw there, um, up there in, in Virginia. No, you're exactly right. It's an uninspired performance. We figured that this game was going to be a clash of two Titans of the East for really dominance of the division and kind of who would control, um, the narrative for the rest of the season for the final six games. And one team showed up. For this game, and the other team was still in Statesboro. I mean, just yep. as, that was just it. We we still had Statesboro on our mind for some reason. So, no, absolutely disappointing um, in all three phases of the game and coaching. I mean, this is, I think, the worst that our coaching staff has been outcoached. Yep. Um, and this is, I think, probably one of the worst performances in which we were just out-hustled, outplayed. The yep. intensity was on two different levels, if you looked at it for both teams. And yeah, did there was there revenge on their mind? Of course there was. Had they had this game circled since the moment they got back to Harrisburg last year? Of course it was. But that's still no excuse for the lackluster performance and lack of energy and at times what seemed like lack of effort um, in this game. I mean, it's just for it to be what I thought was going to be a, a heavyweight bout turned right. really to be just a complete mismatch. Like an exhibition. And, yeah. It was like, yeah, <laughs> in every way, it's like a lightweight fighting a heavyweight. Yeah. Like undefeated yeah. heavyweight and, and like no, an amateur boxer. Right. Yeah. You know, it, it was, it was just, I mean, it, you know, for, for four quarters, I mean, it, it was just complete, domination it was the first complete game that james madison has had all season uh certainly at least playing an fps opponent right i know they opened against bucknell i didn't watch that game they dominated them um but that's not only an fcs team but a really bad fcs team um but everyone else they've played you know they've they've been a first half team right it was like 57 56 or something to seven they were outscoring opponents coming into the game in the first half but then getting outscored by 11 points um collectively in the second half um um, that obviously didn't show today, right? I mean, we what that I I was holding on to hope going into halftime. Obviously, I, I wanted us to um, you know turn those those field goals into touchdowns, especially that last one we were mounting a drive with you know a little over a minute left. Um, that was actually looking pretty good. Looked like we were you know getting getting going a little bit, um, and then uh, you know settled for the field goal, but went down by fourteen. You felt okay you know uh, about it that it could at least you know um, not turn into a, a 41 to 13 game um, but uh, but yeah the second half was even worse right with with the turnovers with the uh, blind hit on on Bryn and um, the interception from French and uh, yeah it, it, you know just the the overthrows and um, and then the defense just not really stopping them you know pretty much ever right I mean they, they had the yeah, one, no. one stop there and mm-hmm. uh to, to open the half um, after we stalled, but uh, but then you know we give the no, ball we right get pinned. At, you know, yeah, we get, pin we get pinned back. Line, yeah, give the ball right it. back. Good field position, and then boom, they scored. Right, that was pretty much it. Right at at, at that point, um, and yeah, everything else was gravy for him. So like, 
it was just, it was, yeah, it was disappointing because again, like, um, we heard from JMU, obviously, you know, I, I talked to the guys from, from JMU sound off and Noah Freire and I've been, you know, had two weeks, right. With a bye week to really kind of research James Madison and listen to their fan base and all this. And, um, you know, their coach called out their quarterback, um, you know, McLeod and man, if we didn't make him look like Penix jr out there you know i mean honestly yeah 20 for 31 259 three touchdowns complete game you know that was the thing he he plays great in the first quarter okay in the second quarter crap for the rest of the game you know that he like goes into like hibernation mode in like the third quarter um and they have stall drives that's what you saw against utah state that allowed them to get back in the game was not the case today i mean he absolutely picked us apart no you're right i mean he that was his most complete game for the entire year. Um, and honestly, that was JMU's most complete game for the entire year when you're talking about FBS opponents. So, I mean, I don't know what more there is to say as far as the, the play on the field. I mean, besides what we've already d- described, as, yeah. it was just terrible. But I think there are some underlying concerns that we have to address Otherwise, we're going to be fighting just to become bowl eligible for this season. Um, we have of the six remaining games left, I believe, what, three on the road, three are at home, but your next two games are on the road. I mean, at home. At home yeah. And then you have November, which is yeah. three of the four are on out. the road. Yeah. yeah, you pretty much close out just ex- exclusively on the road. So, I don't know. You know, we talked about this before the show. But there's some sort of drop-off in the intensity, and it's just not with the players, but it's the coaching staff. When we go on the road, we are just lazadaisical um, and not very intense at all, especially when it comes to playing good opponents. It's like we're scared of the fight. We're scared. We don't want to get hit in the mouth. And then our opponent comes out, and boom, boom, you know, two punches, and we're down on the ground, and we're just curled up in the fetal position, and we don't know what to do. Right. You know, when, when are we going to go on the road and actually beat a good team? Because we haven't under Clay Helton. We have not beat a single good team no, on haven't. the road under his coaching, you know, under his tenure. So if we can't beat good teams on the road, we're not going to win conference championships. And every year is just going to be a struggle to get to 500. You yeah. know, and I don't want to have to be sitting here, you know, questioning Minko about how, how long does he continue to let this happen. But from here till now, we have three really good teams that we play on the road. Marshall, Texas State, and App State. I would like to see us go 3-0. and I'm afraid we're going to go 0-3. I mean, UOM is taking just, it to Texas State right now as we record yeah. this. And um, we may not at, even win any on, of the games the at home road. that we have yeah. left. Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, ODU is, I mean, they're a Jekyll and Hyde team, but you don't know which one's going to show up. Are they going to win a nail biter against a bad FCS opponent? <laughs> Are they going to, you know, go and uh, almost beat Power Fives? You know, and like so, so yeah, like it's, it's uh, we say it all the time, right? There's no easy games in in the Sun Belt Conference, especially no in the East. Games. Yeah, and you have got to come each and every week with an intensity that you're ready for a dogfight. And again, we don't show up for that on the road. We just don't. And don't come to us about Nebraska. Nebraska was a terrible team. They were just absolutely terrible. Yeah, I mean, it was the, right. it was the quote unquote signature win, uh, road win of the Clay Hilton era thus far. But I think, you know, as time passes, it's less and less impressive, right? I mean, yeah, like, yeah, no, it's it's yeah. time has not made that victory look better. Right. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. ODU last year, that was not a good ODU team, and we, I don't, I hate to say that we got lucky, but we had to have what two missed field goals, yeah, we two got more lucky. drives stall yeah. out in yeah. our red zone. So and to only beat them by five points. So again, we're 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 losing on the road. We're not. <clears throat> we're barely beating bad teams on the road. Um, Ball State. Don't talk to me about Ball State. Ball State is is down in the cellar as far as football teams go. Yep. And anybody that we play on the road that is competent in football, we lose to. So. Especially in like crazy environments. Again, Nebraska being the example, even though they were a bad football team, I was there for it. It was a crazy environment. Wasn't there for for Wisconsin, but you know they had just as many people there, right? Um, It it was loud, all that. Vantrese handled the moment. Um, Bryn did not against Wisconsin. Again, Wisconsin much better team than than Nebraska. Um, But you know, I'll I'll I guess one up you are or add on a layer to what you're saying, Cody, is that it's not just playing on the road. I think we play even worse 
when there's a lot on the line, high stakes, and when we're playing not only a good football team on the road, but in a uh, a crazy environment. I just don't think yeah, we're, we're or prepared. A high pressure, high environment. pressure environment is great. Yeah, we go to Ball State. They're a bad football team. There's 500 fans in the stands. It was like an <laughs> exhibition. It was like an yeah. exhibition. Wisconsin was crazy. Nebraska was crazy last year, and today was crazy. I mean, they they took a little while to to fill out the stands, but they packed the place out. They were did the wide out that whole thing out the streamers. And we just completely fizzled out, right? I mean, we the, yeah. the the moment was too big for us, and and that's becoming a trend too. So I like I, I think it's not just like playing good teams on the road; it's 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 playing in those like crazy environments, which we're going to see that with Marshall. Um, yep. You know, we're going to see that with App. No matter how, right. I mean, that's a great App is a great example, right? They're three and three right now. They just put forty thousand fans in their stadium on a Tuesday night. That place is still going to be packed for the, for that game, no matter. I mean, they could be out of bowl eligibility, and they're still going to pack that place out because they hate us that much. Yeah, right? and it's a Marty Edwards day, so they're going to yeah. retire his yeah. jersey that day. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be that's going they're to be gonna, packed. There you go. There, that's their motivation: beat their rival, win for Armani, and and then you know we're just there, right? Are we just there, or do we like actually show up trying to spoil that party? Because we haven't shown that fight, like you said, um, really. Yeah, under Clay Hilton. Not on yeah, the road. no, we have it. And, and that need and honestly, you, you probably you know wonder well where does that come from? to me it starts at Clay Helton he has to figure out intensity he needs to figure out motivation he needs to figure out how to get not just his coaching staff motivated and and prepared for the week against these road um, games but also the players and you know I think he has to have some self you know realization and and self reflection about my coaching philosophy and is it my coaching philosophy applicable to when we go on road games? Yeah. Because right now it's not looking that way. So, you know, you call me crazy, you call me, you know, fanatical, you can call us this, that, and the other, but the record speaks for itself. And the record speaks that when we play anywhere, decent teams on the road, we get our butts handed to and, us. And honestly, it's been, I'm not saying, and this is not making excuses for Clay Halton. It's been a epidemic of this program for a long time. It was under uh, Lunsford. It was, uh, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, really right. dating back to Fritz, we haven't had that fight where we go on the road and punch them in the mouth, right? In, in the days of, of Brita just running up the score against Idaho or like whoever it is, right? Like, yeah. like, like we, we just haven't had that consistently really since no. the Fritz era. We don't have the confidence when we go to a, a, a visiting stadium that we're going to go in there and win the football game. And we and you're right, we have not had that confidence in since 2015. Yeah, we just haven't. We haven't. And and I don't know how you instill that six games into the season that hey, you're good enough to win. Go out there and do it. Walk in there like you own the place. Yeah, you're talking eight years ago. None of the players were around. I mean, they were kids, (laughs) you know, um, back then. So again, I think that starts with the the head coach. You look at our great coaches in our history. Irk had it. Um, Paul Johnson had it. Um, Even Seawalk had it uh, to a certain extent. You look at uh, Munkin. Munkin obviously had it, and Fritz did. You look at some of our (laughs) our worst coaches in history. Uh, Brian Van Gorder didn't have it. <laughs> no, he didn't. Summers didn't Tyson have Summers it. didn't yeah. have it. No. Uh, Hatch Attack didn't have it. <laughs> I mean, so, no. again, there's got to be some sort of fire in the belly. Yeah. Some sort of motivation, confidence that you have something to prove and you don't care how bad or good that opponent is that you need to go out there and, and put them in the ground. And let's be clear and, and that it's stop it's not a byproduct of the offense, right? So, like, no, it's not. No, I know, not like, people on social media are making that claim, like, we need to go back to, like, the running days of football and blah, 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 and smash them out. It's like you can be a tough football team and, and play an air raid or have exactly. a balanced yeah. offense. Or, it is not a – again, it's not a byproduct of the offense, um, you know, but – it's 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 a mentality that you that you instill and you can you can run the ball 60 times or throw the ball 60 times or do a 30 30 mix um and still have that mentality right it did it, it, so like and and then on defense too like it doesn't matter what front scheme you run or what you know um yeah. like it's 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 still having that just like hard nose not be afraid to get in there make the hit 
be gritty, you know, grind out games, that sort of thing. And like, yeah, we've, we've have, you know, we're, we're soft. We've, we've, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree with you. We, we appear to have gotten softer and, you know, we mentioned about the offensive line head, uh, offensive line coaching change there between Owens to the, to coach Watts. I still think that has a part to do with it. Um, I don't care how well you think coach Watts can coach the offensive line. I losing Coach Owens was huge. No, it was uh, tough. Absolutely huge. And, and I mean, you look at what Louisville's doing right now. <clears throat> yeah, I know exactly. I mean, yeah. I, they, so I told yeah. we we explained to this they came from losing programs and that to be careful about that because I want coaches that come from winning programs, especially in that because that winners, that position group, right? Especially that position because you want yeah. both lines, and that was the thing that we haven't pointed out yet. We said they dominated us for four quarters. The lines were just uh, outer world, uh, worldly. Like I mean, they like their their yeah. D line was you know we knew they were good, we knew they were great against the run. Came in number one in the country. Um, I assume probably still going to be number one in the country um, after that game, uh, allowing less than 40 uh, yards a game. Um, and But, yeah, the green guy at defensive end, I mean, just a monster. Their size, I mean, they were just bigger, faster, stronger on, on both the defensive and the offensive lines, um, which yeah, was really yeah. – telling and alarming both uh you know to to me in this one i mean you're talking about a team that played fcs football just two years ago um and you know now you know they're they're stacking up against this looking looking like a, a power five line um you know yeah. and, and dwarfing us and in, in, in some of the positions well not only that but just manhandling us yeah i mean it just it just i mean you go back to i believe it was um uh, French's interception, right? And the D lineman kind of drops back and doesn't engage the offensive lineman. And you almost see that it appears that it's like a sign of relief. Oh, thank God, I don't have to actually block him. And it allows the D lineman to have this free range to work. Okay, I'm going to time the jump to, to deflect the pass to where I can catch the football. You know, it's yeah. it's sort of that sort of that mentality that go engage the guy. Go, like, knock him on his right. butt, something, but don't let him just kind of spy the quarterback and line his body up to wherever the quarterback is so he can jump up and deflect the pass and knock it down. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I he's, it's there's certain little things that I think as a fan base we can tell is not where it needs to be for championship tier football. Right? We know what that football is. We know what that entails. And it's not particularly offensive scheme. It's more the intensity yeah, the toughness. Yeah, because it's the, the ability to, to win those like right the, those close games. You saw it with with JMU, you know, when they went to Troy and won what sixteen fourteen, you know, and and then they put up forty one today against us. Um, you, yeah, you know, so like it's it's the ability to kind of morph your game a little bit. Um, I mean, Texas State's been putting up a ton of points on people. Now they're losing twenty to fifteen to ULM, you know. But like, like it's it's you look around at the scoreboard and and yeah, you you don't really see trends where it's like a team is putting up thirty five, forty plus a game every single week. And if they're not, they're not winning. Like they find ways to win even when they can't do that. We haven't been that yeah. right. Like last no. year, our defense was trash. And like if we didn't score more than thirty points, we lost a football game. Period. Right. Still, kind of the case now. It is improved under Brandon Bailey. Looked really bad today. You know, the, certainly the worst it's it's looked. Um, but you know, we we have to rebound from that. But but the point is, is like. If the offense is having a bad day, the defense has to pick it up. If the defense is having a, uh, having a bad day, offense has to pick it up. Um, special exactly. teams needs to be consistent, and that just hasn't happened, right? And and you see that uh, again across the Sun Belt, across Group of Five, across FBS. Like you see these teams, the 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 best teams. You know, Georgia doesn't always put up you know, 40 points, you know, <laughs> like, um, so like it's, it, you, you have to just yeah, find ways example to win. of that is when they were at Auburn, you know, yeah. they had that, <clears throat> they played a terrible game, but they found a way to win in that Auburn game. Same thing with this. You, you had to search somewhere inside yourself to find a way to win. And we just did not do that. We just, again, in, in maybe this is just rubbing off from me and Matt about how pissed we are about the Braves, because it's almost the same thing with them. Oh, that was the theme of the week. Yeah, it was uninspired yeah. play. Exactly. You just yeah. showed up I, like you went through the motions and you didn't really yep. have anything to play for. 
I mean, the the Braves super, you know, disappointing because that's you know a culmination of of you know 160 uh, something games, yeah. you know. But like, um, yeah, where you set all these records and stuff. But for us, like, yeah, like you have two weeks to prepare, just like they do. You go up there, you know, you know, you say all week of like to be the best, you got to beat the best, and all this. And then again, you you looked like you were like the you don't even belong. No, like, that's the no. worst. Part. Yeah, you look it looked like, like, like you didn't belong, belong on the field. Yeah. And, and that was the demoralizing part of it is that it almost looked like they quit. Um, and, and not to say that they did. I'm just saying that's what it kind of appeared. I mean, they just, they just was just a demoralizing game to watch as a fan. Um, I don't know. I mean, kind of the circle of way back, this was a game to me that if you win this game, you take control of this division because yeah, you put everybody on notice. Is gonna beat everybody else, so Probably. you almost get a leg up on everybody. Yeah. I mean, this was a. I can't explain. I can't fathom how we didn't take this game to be to me to be even more serious than if we would have made a conference championship game. No, I, I agree it, because it again, it's just it's like beat the best. Important. Like like you can't. I mean, yes, reality is what it is. Like they're they're probably not gonna get the waiver. They're probably gonna be ineligible again. So like afterwards, you know, you you can look at it and say like. If you were going to lose a conference game, that's the conference game you lose, uh, lose, you know, whether it's by a point or, or by 50, um, because they won't hold the tiebreaker over you, right? It's one conference loss. Um, and if you go and win all the other ones, then you're in. It's obviously not the way we want to go about it. It's what Coastal did last year. We would take so much crap from JMU, especially the way we lost the game. Um, really, regardless, though, I mean, if they beat us, like yeah. they're, they're still going to hold that over our head. So it's certainly not the way you want to get into, um, you no. know, a, a conference championship game. But like, yeah, to to your point, like you go up there, you give it your all. If you lose a, a close one score game, then you say like, okay. And then you kind of make that justification afterwards, after you leave it all on the field and say like, okay, look, really tough team. We just played today. We gave it our all, you know, lost a close one on the road, but like everything's still in front of them. us, right? Tip yeah, your exactly. hat. And like, unfortunately, you know, they, they can't be the East representative, but like maybe we're worthy of that. Like we gave them everything they could, they could take. Right. That obviously wasn't the case. So like, you know, it, the, the situation is the same, you know, because again, it's just a loss. Um, you know, it goes down as a loss the same way. Um, but it, it certainly the optics look a lot worse. And, and yeah, if, if optics look terrible, yeah, if for some, if somehow down. we win out, let's say, you know, I mean, yeah, they, they've got that score line to, to hold over our heads and hold over the conference yeah. heads of like, Hey, this is who you're saying the best team is clearly not right. We didn't exactly. prove it on the field. So, um, yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I, I think if, if you want that like dog mentality or that killer mentality and, you know, to, to go and win a conference championship, you have to go and like Helton had said, lean up, you know, go and beat the best. And we just didn't do it. Um, no, we did not do it. Not at all. So, uh, we have not even introduced ourselves or the show or our sponsor. <laughs> we are 20 minutes in. So I do want to give a shout out to our sponsor, which is can cut tools. Um, as bad as today was, um, you know, I'm sure Andy is not, uh, happy with, uh, with the result, just like we're not, but, um, but yeah, definitely. If if you haven't uh, given them uh, a look yet, please do. Um, can cut tools. K N K U T dot com is premium drill bits and cutting tools. Um, go support a Georgia Southern alumni business. Um, and uh, and and yeah, I mean Cody, honestly, like I want to like read yeah. the about us page on cancut dot com <laughs> because that's that's it's more inter- way more entertaining um, than than what we than what we saw today. Yeah, you. it's it's way it's way more <laughs> valuable time for people to go. And, and and give them a look and, and and look at all the um the the premium products that they produce um than the three hours that we all wasted a day watching Georgia Southern football. <laughs> I mean, that, like, honestly. So there you go. There's your plug. So um yeah. uh it yeah, I mean I guess the only other things to address um you know until we move on to to ULM is so I get, I guess like the perception, right? Like, like there was a lot of chatter on, on social media, 
Um, there were posts about like, well, this is why we can't fill out our stadium. And this is why we can't get a lot of fans to the games because we have these type of, of showings and things like that. So I wanted to, to address that because like that I just I don't agree with. Right. I get it again today. Absolutely sucked. Um, but we have to support this team through thick and thin. I get it. We haven't had a lot of success recently we haven't had a conference championship since 2014 we haven't had one since we've started a conference championship game in the Sun Belt um we haven't really come close to winning the division right we're pretty much out of it every year by like November um or early November um that's still not the case this year we still have a lot to play for which is more than a bowl game you wouldn't really be able to tell that by reading social media posts after this game, because again, it's just, it's a, it's a byproduct of, of the score. Right. But again, it's, it's, it all goes down in the record books as one loss. Um, I think if we lose this game in a shootout, like it was last year where we lose, you know, by one or two or something at the last second, people are still down in the dumps, but like, we're still optimistic about the future. Again, everything is still in front of us, right? Like it or not, the rules are unfair, but you know that we're one and one in the conference. We're four and two overall. Um, you know we still could make a run to the East. Not obviously if we play the way we played today, right? We're not. We're probably not winning. We're not winning another game if we play the way we did today. Period. Exactly. Right. We're not making a bowl game or any of that stuff. So like all the chatter of like oh, I'm tired of just playing for a bowl game. We still have more to play for than a bowl game. But we have to clean a ton of stuff up. But again, it is one game. You have bad days at work, you know. And so, like, it 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 can be cleaned up. We just have to see it, right? We have to realize it. Yeah, that's that's the most that's the most concerning part is that we're not consistent yet, right? You see flashes of it. It's like we have two really good games, right? You have the first two games of the year look great. We go to Wisconsin, crap the bed. We have next two games, Ball State and Coastal. We look great. Coming to JMU, crap the bet again. We have to be consistent, right? And that inconsistency is really what scares fans because how can we sit here and, and know for sure, hey, what football team is going to show up? You know, is, are we going about to go on another two-game you know, stretch where we look great. And then against Texas state, we're going to sure. But that, but, I mean, I, I get it, but that's football. Like as a fan, you just have to go like, you can be nervous, but put your butts in the seats and like, be Oh there yeah. To cheer definitely put your butts in the yeah. seats. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's without question. You go there, you support, but there was, team, a, there's a lot yeah. of chatter on thing of like, this is why, you know, we, we can't fill out the stadium. This is why, like, it's not going to be a sellout for ULM and blah, no. blah, blah. Yeah, no, that's that's. It's the wrong terrible. mindset. It's the wrong it's, mindset. It but but it's yeah. it's it's the way a lot of our fans think, and I just I'm not here for it. Like, I, yeah, no, yeah, our our fan base is, um, oh, gosh, what's the how the um, right word? Fickle. For- <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe fake. I was gonna say spoiled. Um, you know, uh, if if you don't do what I want, then I'm not gonna support you. Yeah. Uh, it's but again, the when we show up, when the fans show up, especially at Boston Stadium, we have a great record. We we typically win games in which there's more than twenty thousand people in those seats. Um, again, the, what Matt and I have discussed is that what it seems to be the the issue is our, our our road preparation and how we play on the road. Right. Um, but our fans definitely need to show up. Students need to show up. But people um, watch those games, so that's the thing. Like students watch yeah, the game today, yeah, or students no, are going to log exactly. on to their phone and the, the ESPN app and see, you know, the forty-one to thirteen yeah, score line. No, you're and be like, oh, I'm not going to go next weekend. It like, is, this team it sucks. Is not a good. It is not a, a perception is not good when you get completely blown out on national TV. You know, and maybe that's what makes it sting worse is that not only did we get blown out. Yeah, we were embarrassed in front of a national audience. Yeah. But we did it on a national audience and, and it, it just did not look good for. I mean, again, there's not enough adjective to describe how terrible we play today. But to put it all on national TV is is it's it did not have the, a great perception in terms of our program and really how we've played overall throughout the season, minus Wisconsin in this game. So, yeah. again, your point's great. We're 4-2. We're and two. All the objectives is still there. 
it's not JMU is not you know they are not guaranteed six more victories. You know they may falter, they may falter a couple of times. You don't know. Yeah, I mean they play Georgia um, State uh, um, in Atlanta. Yeah, they, they play Marshall on the road next week. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see how those games turn um go. But again, you control what you control and you don't worry about what you can't control. That's the and thing, right? For both, right? The the team has both, to do yeah. that and the fans have to do that. We both have a exactly. job to do and the fans' job is to show up and support Correct. this team through thick and thin. Like yep. that is what it is, right? Like you can have your doubts when you're sitting in the, in the stands, you can criticize them, you can get on a podcast and, and, and say that, you know, they were flat and that they were uninspired and all that, yep. right? Like we have that right as fans, but like support them. Right. Cody and I will still support them no matter what we're saying here. So like yep. you, you seeing you taking one game, no matter what the score is and quitting on the team. What message does that send to the team? You're criticizing yeah, the team for exactly. quitting and then you're quitting on the team. <laughs> like, you know, so yeah. like, no, we're not quitting on the team, but right. by God, they better improve. <laughs> they better improve. But like, but, but like we, we have to put our end in right and it's not a 50 50 no, deal right. but like you you put you put whatever that ratio is of your part of of what you can do in right and you show yeah. up on saturday and you be as loud as you can for four quarters and you do everything you can to make it a living hell for ulm and for us to realize the power of paulson and come out of that with a win and and get to five wins right like no you're absolutely right that's it so you know i i just i like, yeah, I, I just, I hate, you know, seeing App State put 40,000 fans um, in Kid Brewer Stadium on a Tuesday night, a game that they lost to Coastal Carolina, which obviously you don't know, again, like what the results are going to be when you show up. Um, but they weren't playing inspired football going into that game. They were coming off of a six-win season and the first where they didn't make a bowl game. And they put 40,000 fans in the seats. And yes, I, I get yeah. the argument of like, well, they have a much richer history in FBS football than we do, right? Outside of 2014, they've, you know, gone to what, five uh, conference championship games, um, won several of them. They've been ranked, you know, so like, yes, they've been way more successful of FBS program than we have, no question about it. Um, but, you know, they're coming off of a bad year, they're having a mediocre season. Their coach is on the hot seat, has been pretty much entering the season, but they were still there loud and proud, right? And to me, with our arch rival, when they're able to do that, like that's all the motivation you should need to, to, yeah. to show up. No, you're right. Exactly. On a Tuesday night. We would never, ever do that on a Tuesday night. <laughs> we we just would I'm sorry like like reverse like Twilight Zone and and, and say like we're we've been to five uh, conference championship games. I still don't have confidence in our fan base that we we would put twenty five thousand on in, on a Tuesday yeah, night. Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't. I don't I know. Don't. So that just needs to change. Texas State just scored and won the game <laughs> with a minute left. ULM just completely collapsed and and Texas State just won the game. So there you go. There we go. Twenty a- twenty two yard receiving touchdown. Joey Hobart. From Texas State, and they took a it was twenty to fifteen. So yeah, twenty tw- twenty one twenty one. Yeah, I think so. Twenty one to twenty, yeah. still pending the extra point, probably two point conversion to make it a three point game. There's forty one seconds left. So ULM once again, just like they did against App, squandered um, a game away. But the game against App was at home. This one's on the road in San Marcos. Yeah, so, again, we can't take next week lightly. ULM will compete. ULM will come for a fight, and we've got to be ready for it. We've got to be ready for it. They will, but, I, but I, like, the I thing think, is, I'm, I, like, we can beat every other team on the schedule. I, 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 I we, right. we can. We also can lose to every other team on the schedule. And I yes. know that sounds like a yes. cop-out, but it's, it's, it's how we show up and how we prepare and how we play. Well, we are talented enough to it? beat every team left on the schedule. Yeah, was it the last episode or the one previous in which we discussed how the season and who we play is not really the opponent, it's about us. It is. That, that it, it's about us and how we show up, how we prep for it, how are we ready for the fight, are we ready to go out there and put the opponent away and and not let them breathe. I mean, it's. I, I think that's the theme of the season right here. It's, 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 it's not really who we play in terms of 
like how good the opponent is, how bad the opponent is. If we show up and we do what we're capable of doing and know how and play the way that we're capable of playing, we you're right, we can beat everybody else on the schedule. If we don't do that, we can lose to anybody else on the rest of the schedule. So it's really imperative, really important for the coaching staff and, and the leaders of that football team to make sure that week in and week out, you're ready to play. Road, away, home, neutral, does not matter. I agree. Yeah, J- JMU's not ready 30 points or whatever it is better than us. Like, they're, they're just – No. They're not. No. They, they're, they're a very good, well-coached football team, talented on the line. You know, they had an advantage playing at home, um, but we crapped the bed like, like we did. I'm not taking anything away from them. They're a very good football team, and if certainly if they end up, you know, running the table – they deserve to represent the East and, and deserve to, you know, get their, their moment in the sun and play for a, a conference championship. And no, pun get a bowl game. <laughs> no, no pun intended. <laughs> and, and, and play in a bowl game. Like they deserve that. They do. Yeah. Um, you know, but, but I, I don't think they are 30 point. Um, I don't think they are 30 points better than us. I, I just, I don't No, no, especially, I mean, again, are they better than Wisconsin? Are they better than Wisconsin in Wisconsin? I don't think so. I don't think when you look at the teams. No, I agree. With you. I just think that we just showed up unprepared, and the pressure or the moment or whatever you may say just got too big for us. And I don't know how you. I don't know how the coaching staff corrects that, unless there's some serious conversations that go on inside that locker room. Yeah. Yep. No, I, so, I agree. I mean, I mean, is is there really anything we need to say about ULM? I mean, no. I mean, honestly, we, we know who they are. The, Terry Bowden, Bowden name coming into yeah. historic Paulson Stadium. I'll I'll, I'll tell you in thirty five seconds uh, what what was going on with that because they are mounting a drive to possibly win the football game. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, let let's talk about that. So. Um, you have ULM coming in right now. They're they're two and three. Um, could fall to two and four um, here against Texas State. Uh, Texas State didn't get the the two point conversion, um, so it's twenty one twenty. They got thirty five seconds left. So we'll talk through some other things, and then I'll give an update um, of of I guess what their record's going to be. But just from looking at the game, right? I mean, again, ULM has had a lot of close calls um, this year. Uh, yeah, you know, beat Army. They they beat Army, um, which uh, you know Troy beat today, but um, not by a lot. I think it was like nineteen to nothing or something like that. But yeah, nineteen. Yeah, they they beat Army seventeen to thirteen. Uh, they beat Lamar FCS school. They got trounced by Texas A and M forty seven to three. Lost to App State, like I mentioned, forty one to forty. They were winning that game by multiple scores. I think um, at one point it was. No, it was it was pretty yeah it was back and forth pretty much the whole game so um, twenty eight to twenty eight at halftime um, ULM took a uh, forty to thirty five lead um, and then uh, yeah forty to thirty five lead and then App State got two field goals um, with uh, with a minute fifty three left and a minute and uh, two seconds left um, to. Uh, or no, sorry, with 10, uh, 10 minutes left early in the fourth quarter, and then as time expired, they kicked the game winner to win 41-40. to 40. So they had them on the ropes. They couldn't close it. Um, again, this game, it's looking like they're not going to pull it out, um, but uh, they were they were up in this one um, uh, for, for most of the second half, actually. Um, it was like nine... Uh, 10 to nine, I think going into the halftime or 10 to six, something like that. Um, but, but yeah, they play teams close. They're running football team. They're going to want to run the football. Uh, they're running back, uh, or their, their quarterback rather, uh, Jaya, uh, right. He actually is uh, third right now going into this, this, uh, um, Texas state game. Not sure what it's going to be after going in. He was the third leading rusher, had 200 yards on, on 46 carries. He's, uh, scrambled a, a, a ton of times now they do a lot of zone read um some option stuff um oh that's great because we just cannot handle that exactly yeah so he's he's only got 544 yards um on the season again going into this game not sure um what it's uh, what it's like 
after that, I can look real quick. Um, Sue. He's 13 for 20 so far with 18 seconds left for 152 yards and a touchdown. Um, and then their running backs, uh, Isaiah Woolard, and uh, he's 14 carries, 55 yards. The quarterback has 41 uh, yards on 12 carries. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely a running football team. Um, they... Let's see, I think averaged, um, I think they averaged more rushing yards quite a bit, so, I don't know, while I look this up, Cody, give me your thoughts on, on ULM. Uh, well, first of all, I haven't watched single game of the ULM, just the <laughs> scores and what, <laughs> and if they won or lost. Uh, it seems like to me they have an issue closing out football yes. games, right? So you look at... Or, I mean, you look at uh, App State, you look at probably this Texas State game, uh, a serious issue of, of closing those games out. They've got to, you know, have some confidence with that, knowing that they're that close to beating uh, teams that have been really good uh, this year, um, or at least decent this year. So they're probably going to come in with the mentality of we can compete with Georgia Southern. Uh, they just got blown out by JMU. Uh we just have to figure out a way to close out football games and not let them slip away at the end. Uh, I think with us, what we need to do is we need to start off fast. We need to go ahead and jump on them early, put them down multiple scores early. Probably needs to be something like 14, 17, nothing by the end of the first quarter and just put the game away by halftime and, and don't let them hang around uh, because Bad things happen when you let bad teams hang around um, with in close football games. Uh, you just you just can't uh, allow that to happen. You saw with App, they got lucky. They hit a I think they, it was a career long field goal um, with that uh, victory that they had. So they needed the only team that's blown them out is, is South Alabama. Um, okay, yeah, fifty five to seven. That's the only only one they lost. So again, that's a Jekyll and Hyde team. You don't know what you're going to get with South Alabama. It is a Jekyll and Hyde team, but yeah, um, they, they, they they've lost three in a row going to this game. Uh, looks like they're about to lose. Uh, four seconds left, third and twenty one. Um, so that'll be four straight losses. But uh, uh, of those four losses, uh, two of them will be uh, by one point. One point. So App State was by one, and this one's going to be by one. So, again, you can't take this game lightly. Uh, If you do and you you allow them to stay in the game um, through four quarters – there's a you know they they can come come out with the victory and, and beat us, and if they do, that's gonna be a huge huge. Oh, people shock. will absolutely lose and their 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 yes. minds. They'll they'll absolutely yes. lose their minds if 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 ULM beats us because again it's about perception, right? And Correct. like as 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 good as ULM may or may not be this year, like if we lose to ULM, even if they end up pulling this one out and coming in at three and three, we lose to ULM, who's the perennial bottom feeder of the Sunbelt Conference, people will absolutely lose their minds. No, you're absolutely right. And so we need to regroup. Um, Again, this week is about us. It is, can we regroup? Can we focus? Can we execute? Do we have the intensity? Do we have the tenacity? Do we have the focus? Uh, for the fight on Saturday, and instead of cowering and 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 you know and and not wanting to get hit in the mouth, be the aggressor. Go out there and punch him in the face, get him on the ground, and take it to him. And you know that's where the play calling needs to be more aggressive on both sides of the ball. Um, the intensity needs to be more aggressive on both sides of the ball. You know, get in people's faces. You know, I tell them how much they're how much we're gonna beat them by. You know? yeah. I mean, trash talk them. No, I, I agree. Know, I, I, it's I it's mean, interesting, right? We gotta show some yeah. mocks. They lo- we don't we don't show mocks. No, on the we field we don't. At all. And and here's the thing: it's like will ULM and will we have more? Right? Like they just lost this game. Yeah. Um. You know, again, two two games in the last three lose by a point and a heartbreaker. Had the lead going into the final two minutes, squander it away. Um, you know, this is a, a demoralized football team right now. Um, do they show up, 
you know, thinking like, hey, look, we, we've played two good Sunbelt teams, right? Texas State just got to five wins. Um, App State, again, you know, uh, not not having the season they wanted to, but, uh, you know, it, it, it is App State to have that name. So, like, does ULM have that confidence, like you said, like knowing that we're, we're reeling from a really bad loss uh, um, up in Virginia and say, hey, we can come and beat these guys or, you know, coming in after two losses like that um, and, and four straight losses, they're just kind of like done, right? It'll be really interesting yeah. to see how, how both teams show up is, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, I think ULM plays like they got nothing to lose. I mean, honestly. Yeah, I agree with you. They're, they're, they already got two wins. Most people had them at two and ten or three and nine or whatever. But, but see, that that's be. the mark of I don't want to say a good football team, right? Because it's not a good football team. But that that's what we're talking about. Like that's the theme of this episode. Yeah, is like ULM. I agree that they're probably going to do that. If we were in the same position, we don't do that. No, you're right. You know, and that's a problem. So like like we we like we have to find that fire and that fight. And again, we have plenty to play for. It's easy to phone it in and go through the motions and right and, oh, and just yeah, show up and whatever when you're yeah. when you're ULM and you're losing you know no one's expecting you to win but you're also not only losing the games but losing them in a heart you know breaking fashion it's easy to just like just show up and and just go through the motions or whatever but they're going to go and they're going to fight and they're going to hit you in the mouth um, we need to have that same right like we're the more talented team we need to have a more we have way yeah. more on the line like there's absolutely no reason why we shouldn't be motivated to win this football game. Yeah, no, no, there's no reason why we shouldn't come out there and put it to them on Saturday, um, and and turn this thing around. Again, it, it does not get any easier. We turn right around and have to play Georgia State Thursday on the 26. They're going to get in our faces. They're going to be more intense and more ready for this game than than GMU was. And if we don't come to play, we're going to get beat just as bad against Georgia State. I'm sorry to say it, but we just are. Yeah. No, I so I agree. And we got to figure out a way. Yeah. We got to figure out a way to have some to have some moxie, to have some confidence, to go out on there and and put it to some opponents because this whole you know playing scared and playing timid and not being aggressive is for the birds. It, it is not going to win you football games, and all it's going to do is is cause you losses and upset fans and make our AD's job a lot more difficult going down the line. Yeah, no, it, it will, and I, I think it starts up front with a line, like you said. I mean, that, oh, yeah. that tenacity that we saw last year under Owens – and only giving up six sacks all season, and we surpassed that it's in like there. the first six games. It's just not, not there. there. Um, no. And you can say what you will about Davis Brand, and you know has he lived up to to what Van Trees did at this point last year? No, probably. Like I, I, maybe the stats are close, and and the the win lo- the, the win loss record is, is actually worse. better, right on par. I think we were right around four, what four and two last yeah, year, something like um, that. Yeah. So like. Yeah, like the team trajectory is actually pretty close, but like, um, but yeah, what what's around them and stuff is is different. I mean, the offensive line isn't as good. Um, the the wide receivers, like, I mean, we're having a lot of drops. We're having a lot of tip balls that you didn't see as much last year. You know, is is that all on them? Is it all on Brand? No, it's a shared thing. But like, you know, um, but yeah, it's 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 not all. A one person, but I do think that it starts up front. Yeah, no, we need to find, like I said, we need to find some tenacity up front, both sides, but more specifically on the offensive line. Yeah. I mean, defensive line got zero pass rush today. Um, oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah let's not, yeah. Well, we're not excusing it. Yeah. Um, and it's more evident than to see, I think, on the offensive line. Yes. But you're right. I mean, the defensive line needs to have some tenacity, too. I mean, uh, their quarterback, I felt like, had all day to throw. wasn't really under pressure. No. Um, when he when he was at times, he could easily escape and had plenty of running room. And I, I mean, I just, I don't know. It was it, it, it's like, again just a very frustrating game to watch. It was it was just a disappointment, just an absolutely disappointment to watch a game. Yeah, it was. So let's hope that's not the case against ULM. Like you said, let's right the ship. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a must win game. Let's be honest. It's, it's absolutely oh, yeah. a must win game. Definitely. Um, and like you said, like, 
I don't want to call it a tune-up because I, I, I think that's, uh, you know, a, a not a fair statement to ULM, um, given no. the way they're they're kind of playing. Um, certainly can't take them lightly, but it's going to be, you know, we, we've got to go in there. We've got to take care of business. Like you said, we need to, like, get on them early, not – not make it close, not make it interesting, make a statement, frankly, um, and then carry that momentum, not just with the win, but that tenacity into a short week um, playing, playing Georgia State. Because these next yeah, two games are really, I think, going to define kind of the rest of the season, right? I mean, we yeah, win these next two games, yeah. then we're bowl eligible, we get that monkey off of our back. We're obviously playing for a lot more than that, um, and and with just one conference loss to someone that again the tiebreaker doesn't matter because they're ineligible. We have everything to play for after that, right? Then we go into that yep. that road stretch. We play Texas State, which is a good football team, much improved, but certainly beatable. Um, as you you um just showed, um, you know, yeah, I I I think that you know these next two games are really going to define like, are we just going to be slogging it out in November, hoping like, like last year to get to a six win and become bowl eligible, or are we actually going to be a contender going into late November? Exactly. No, you're right. So, you know, again, yeah, I can't, I can't articulate that any better. We got to come out with intensity and and tenacity against ULM um, because we know the following game against Georgia state, they're coming out. They're going to come with that. So, um, man, Matt, you got anything else? That's it. That's it. I didn't even okay. want to talk this much, but I mean, you know. I know. It was <laughs> it was a bad day. Fifty minutes of therapy. It was. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was a bad day. But let's let's hope again it's it's one loss, right? I mean, like you're not, you know, at this point you're not fighting for like being ranked or anything like that. So the the the, the point differential and stuff doesn't really matter. Um so yeah, whether whether we were reeling from a one point heartbreaker or, you know, getting throttled like we did, like let's put it to bed, let's move on, let's, you know, focus on what's in front of us, beat ULM, get ready for Georgia State, get ready for the second half of the season. Um you know, in, in a season where, again, everything is in front of us, but we've got to go out and take it. So uh, with that, yep. Cody, as always, Hail Southern. Hail Southern.